What's up, what's up, what's up? This the one and only Tennessee. And uh, I'm on here bringing up a good point. That good point is females. As I get older, I'm watching females doing really fucked up shit. To make it even worse, they doing fucked up shit to their own kids. So, I have six kids. I have five little girls. I have one son. I would never let anybody or anything come between me and them. I bust my ass in my city to try to get my own place. I have a a felony background, two felonies on my background. So, of course, I want my kids, I want my kids to have the best. I want my kids to be in the best neighborhood. I'm not telling nobody to, hey, give me this because I have kids. I worked two jobs and did little side hustles so I can try to show my kids, hey, I want y'all to have the best. Daddy's busting his ass so daddy can give y'all the best. Now, in the process of that, I had to move away from my city to give my kids what I wanted them to have. I did that. I picked up. The only thing I had was one bag of clothes, two pillows, a girl that I know, my girlfriend, and we left Nashville. Took a three hour and 20 minute drive to a, a East Tennessee. So we came to East Tennessee, no job, no money. Three months later, I got my own place. That has three months time. That's me only having two jobs at first. Then I end up going down to one job. Now, I have watched this in my city. I'm watching this in my city that I currently live in. Girls are disrespecting their own kid, pushing their own kid away. Yeah, it's bad when you do it to any kid, but it's 20 times or 100 times worse when you're doing it to your own flesh and blood. Prime example, and I'm for the, this is all true. These are all facts. Facts. I watched my girlfriend's sister push her kid off for another kid. Yes, the kid is her family, but you just don't treat your child like shit. Now, these are all facts. These are all true. I'm not making none of this up. From day one, since we moved into this house with my girlfriend, sister, and her old man, I'm one of them people, I'm a father figure. So I watch how people react around their kids. The way that you react around your kid lets me know, could I leave my kid with you? And even sometimes that's not even right. But here it goes. Since we've been there, I have watched my girlfriend's sister tell other people and say multiple times that she don't like her daughter. First, my baby mama knows if I ever hear her say something like it, it's for to be a problem. And if she ever hear me say something like that, it should be a big damn problem to her too. But it's not my kid. What I believe in and what 
she believes in is too different. But it is what it is. I have heard her say on six different occasions, at least six, that she don't like her daughter. Okay, that's fucked up to say, but that's your daughter. On multiple occasions, I have heard her say, I don't like this little bitch, or shut up, you little bitch, or she's a little bitch. Me having girls, I won't, I don't want nobody to call my daughter a bitch, especially there are kids, there are babies. We're talking about a three-year-old, just turned three. And you already saying, talking to her like this. These are all facts. I'm not making none of this up. I have watched her leave her daughter in the room all day, more than once. These are all on six different occasions. So remember we was there for, we've been there at least two months. At least two months we've been there because we was at her mama's house. I mean, it wasn't no better at her mama's house. But I looked at it as I'm in a fucked up situation, so I'm going to try to bust my ass to get out of that situation. That's what I did. I worked two jobs. I was on my way to getting a third job. I understand the situation that I'm in, so I try to keep my mouth closed. But anybody who personally knows me, they're going to know. If something is wrong, like you saying or doing something to a kid, it's only but a matter of time that I'm going to speak my mind, especially when it comes to a kid. So my girlfriend's sister... Leaves her kid in the room locked up for a very, very, very long time. She says on multiple occasions that she don't like her daughter. And she don't love on her daughter. She don't spend that one-on-one time with her daughter. Now... Yes, the daughter has a father. And yes, I can understand as a father, he wants the best for his child. And he wants, I want to say he wants his family. Understand that. But a wise man said to me, because once me and my wife got our divorce, even when me and my wife was married, my thing was money. So I didn't spend Anytime that I had a chance to grab money for my kids, I wanted that. But a motherfucker told me what is what it is or what do it mean to gain all the money in the world but lose your soul. I didn't understand it at the time, but when me and my ex-wife got a divorce, that first year of me and her being divorced, I understood that. See, right now, I can make all the money that I want. I can make a shitload of money. You know, working two jobs, selling drugs, um, pimping hoes. I can do all four of those right now and make a bunch of money. But I lost my soul. My soul is my kids. I'm not seeing my kids like I want to. I'm not spending time like I want to. See, in the past, I was at home. 
I made my money. I made a lot of money. My ex-wife, she was going to work. She was clocking in the nine to five. I was at home doing tattoos, security business, selling, selling cell phones and other shit to make my money. But I would have loved that opportunity to go to work and come home and bring a check home. It is what it is. I'm in this situation and that's cool and fine and dandy. But any situation I'm in, you're not gonna disrespect my child. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you go. You just not gonna disrespect my child. And I'm seeing this over and over and over. Since me and my ex-wife been divorced, every girl that I have ran into have did the exact same thing. The girl that I'm with now, I'm fixed. I can't have kids right now, but let's just say if me and her end up having a baby. If she does the same thing that her sister do, the very first time I would, you gotta go. I'm keeping my child, but you gotta go. At this point in my life, if I have another child, I'm not leaving the relationship without that child. My ex-wife, a good mother to my kids. I don't really worry about my kids in a certain way, like certain things I don't worry about when it comes down to my kids, certain things. But they are my kids, so I'm always gonna worry. I'm always gonna worry if I'm doing the right thing. I'm not the perfect parent, but I do know for a fact that I am a good parent. Everything that I do, I do do for my child's best interest. Meaning, I might think it's the best thing for me to do. It might, be, it might look better to me to sell drugs, to make sure my kids have clothes and food. To you, it probably don't look that good. It looks good to me that all my kids know how to operate a gun. It don't look good to you, but it look good to me. And I don't care what nobody says, my kids operating a gun, it looks good to me because the simple fact is, if something happened, God forbid, if they at their mama house and somebody breaks in that house, I want my kids to know how to operate a gun. I have girls. People steal girls. People kidnap kids. I have some pretty beautiful girls. People will take them. My son, he's a boy. Yeah, they do the same thing with a boy, but it's not as often with a boy. So I don't really worry too much about him. Now, my girlfriend's sister is so disappointed. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to share a call. All her sisters so far, when it comes down to kids, has been very disappointing. Very. She has another sister that's a part of the first situation. She pawned her sister, um, no. 
My girlfriend have a total of four sisters that I have seen. Four. Yeah. Four. This one girl is her sister, but not biologically her sister. Put it that way. There's no DNA shared in between my girlfriend and the first sister. Now, all her other sisters have some type of DNA tying them to being sister. But this one doesn't. Now, I'm going to say it is what it is. But my girlfriend claimed you as a sister, so I'm going to say that you are you are her sister. Now, the way that she treated her daughter for her niece, she's pushing her daughter, her own flesh and blood, away to do things with her niece. She leaves her daughter in the room all day, but stays up, paint with her niece. When her niece is sleepy, she lays with her niece. When her niece wants ice cream or whatever, she will make sure her niece has it. But she's not doing the same thing with her daughter. Now, facts. I try to keep a little money off to the side just in case shit happen. Facts. I walk to the store. I could have bought me and my girlfriend something to eat, but I walked to the store planning a meal for everybody. I know the kids need to eat. I'm going to make sure the kids eat. That's what I have been doing. But my girlfriend's sister don't think like I think. I'm going to make sure my child is... I'm going to make sure any child... Now, if the parent is in the picture, you have to make sure your child have what your child needs. Before, something that really bothers me, and it bothers me right to this day, I try to show everybody in her family, you know, that family love. Now, by me trying to show that family love, I was told I'm not family. But I'm family when you need money, not hand you over money. I'm family when you needed me to pick you up. I'm family doing all this other time. But I'm not family when I see something wrong and I say something to you, but if I say something to anybody else, I'm not family. I'm family when you want me to be, but I'm not family when it really counts. Prime example, when it comes down to my family values, family, family is gonna be there. Family is gonna also tell you when you're wrong and family is gonna let you know when you're right. If you're my family and if I, if I went off and smacked some lady for talking shit, you being my family, you should tell me I did something wrong. If I'm neglecting my child, 
your family. You should tell me. It's gonna look 10 times worse for a stranger telling you, hey, you wrong. You dis, uh, you are neglecting your child. It's gonna look 10 times worse when that other person tell you you're neglecting your child. But if I say it, it's a problem. So I'm not family. I'm, since I have heard that twice, or since I once, once it was actually said it, and then the other one, it was some way like that. So I make sure that everybody know, hey, I'm talking as me. I'm talking as a third party in these situations. I'm a nice state. I'm talking as a third party. I'm not family. This is either business for me or it's just me just watching out for my girl. So that's how I talk now. Any situation I'm in, when it's dealing with her family, hey, I'm talking as a third party, or I'm talking as a business person, or I'm just talking for the best interest of my girl. That's it. Period. Now, decisions have been made Cool, fine and dandy. None of that shit don't bother me. You can't stop my grind, you can't stop my hustle. It's just that. I'm trying to do the best thing that I can in this situation. Again, I don't know nobody up here. I just know her family. And by me only knowing her family, it sucks, it really does. I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. Trust me, it don't work out. I was born as a Murphy. When I was born, my last name was Murphy on my birth certificate. I went through life trying to be something that I'm not. I never wanted my daddy's last name. So once I realized that's not my last name, I wanted to be who I supposed to be. Once I got all that legal stuff taken care of to confirm that, hey, this whole time I am a Murphy, that's what I represent. I don't want to be nothing else. I would never change my last name. I'm a, I was born a Murphy, I'm gonna die a Murphy. There's no way around that. Anything that belongs to me is gonna have the last name Murphy. I'm sorry, me and you can be on a desert island, just me and a female. We can be fucking for a hundred years. Just me and her on this desert island and she comes up pregnant. Well, she comes up pregnant, we get saved. She end up having uh, the baby in the hospital. They ask, what's this child's last name? If it's not Murphy, I walks away. Anything else don't have no tie to me. If she choose to put that child in her last name, cool. I walks away. I don't care what DNA tests or whatever is going on. 
if it doesn't have my last name, I walks away. Now, for anybody who knows me personally, they know that it's only one person who doesn't fall under that category. My very first child doesn't have my last name because I didn't know my last name. She's the only child that doesn't have the last name Murphy that I accept, that I take full responsibility for. Any child after my first born have the last name Murphy. If you come to me 20 years now, this is your child, okay? If that's my child, that child need to have the last name Murphy. You don't want to do it? Cool. I don't want to pay shit. I don't want to do shit. I don't, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even want to have nothing to do with the kid because all of my kids have the last name Murphy unless I just didn't know my last name. So, a problem that, again, that I have seen, women are disrespecting their own child. And again, after my ex-wife, I was with four different girls. Each one of those girls did something that they knew that I would never be approved, that I would never approve. I'm so, if you watch me, you see how I am with my kids, you should know that I would never allow this. I done had girls do things for me to benefit me and put their kid on the back burner. I do shit intentionally. I'm one of them people, before I give you the question, I already know the answer. So, if I'm telling you, hey, I want you to take your kid's lunch money and get this dope pack for me to flip, this is your kid's lunch money. It could be a chance that we get this money, I get the drugs, I'm selling the drugs, and I end up getting busted. I end up getting robbed. Or I end up losing it all. You never know. So why in the hell would you take that chance of taking your kids' lunch money for me to do anything? Me personally, I would never do that. If I ever took something from my baby, I'm going to try to pay it back to them five times, so if, actually 10 times. So if I took $5 from one of my kids, I want to give them that 50 back off of $5. And I try to teach my kids, hey, if daddy ever needed something, and sometimes it have happened, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and lie. It has been times that I needed to put $5 in the gas tank, and I'm like, well, let me use your $5 to put in the gas tank, and I'm going to give you this much back. I always make sure that my kids are getting more back than what I'm actually taking. Why, why do these new girls cannot do the same thing? Matter of fact, a girl sit there and told me, it's 2019. Dudes are acting more like females and girls are acting more like dudes. At first, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. But now I'm 
thinking and I'm like, well, girls are abandoning their kids more now. Females are abandoning their kids now more than ever. uh, Females are not caring like they used to about their kids now. But I'm starting to see more father figures are standing up. Yeah, still some dudes out there that don't like responsibility and they gone. But I know too many fathers. I know more fathers that stuck in their kids' life than I know females. That's fucked up. I know more females that gave their kid away, abandoned their kid just completely, or treat their kid like shit. When 20 years ago, only thing that I heard was, oh, uh, daddy's, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. That's what it was. When I was 13, I heard that a lot. I heard a lot of the women, when I was 13 years old, I heard a lot of women saying, the guy won't stick around. The guy's not gonna do this for their child. The guy's not gonna do this, be there, or whatever. I always made dudes look like shit. Now, I'm older. I know right from wrong. Like I said, I'm not the perfect father, but I'm a lot better than 80% of these bitches that I have ran into. I like kids, so any girl who talks to me, that's the first thing I want to know. Do you like kids? Because if you get to know me, you're going to get to know my kids. And I'm sorry to say, my kids are my kids. For any female who end up dating me, marrying me, I'm always going to ride with my kids. There's no way around that. Unless you can show me proof, I'm always going to ride with my kids. If you say, oh, I whoop your child because your child choked the shit out of me. Okay. I'm mad because you whooped my child. But now you got to prove that my kid did exactly what you said. And by me being around my kids, I, I got a good idea on when my kids align and what my kid will and will not do. Therefore, you got to show me proof when you say my kid did something out of character. You're going to have to show me that proof. Now, on top of that, you're going to have to show me more proof. Because now you're gonna have to worry about me trying to kill you in here for putting your hands on my child. I wish that every guy, especially whoever hear this, I wish that all the dudes that hear this will understand where I'm coming from. And I wish that people that's not, dudes that's not a father, hear this and take from this. Pussy comes and goes. Trust me. I'm 33 years old. 
females come and they go, but my kids, that's me. So Beyonce, Beyonce can tell me one thing. She can tell me that I, I could never see my kid again and she'll make my life wonderful. All the money that I want, I take all the trips that I want, I can do whatever I want, I just could never see my kids again. Me being a father, I'm gonna tell Beyonce, yeah, okay, cool. Soon as I get that bank card, I'm for the withdrawal, about five mil. I'm putting five, I'm putting four mil. I'm putting four mil straight into my kid's bank account. Then I put a meal somewhere that I can get to. I might can keep that going on for maybe, maybe six months. After six months, tops. And I don't give a damn if she's giving me billions. Six months, tops. Whatever I didn't get in those six months, I'm walking away, because I gotta have my babies. My mood swing changed. My body function changed. Shit, my way of thinking changed. That's why I gotta have my baby. So even if she was like, hey, I'm gonna give you a billion dollar once a month. All right, cool. Six months. Six months I'm walking away from that money. Six months I'm walking away from Beyonce. I gotta have my baby. Now me being a father, I'm gonna make sure my babies have anything and everything. I don't care who I'm with. But I do something to make my kids better. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this, but my plan is to make sure my babies are always taken care of, no matter what. I just wish more females was like that. I'm seeing a lot more fathers step up and do that. I'm, I watched a guy and I was so proud of him and I was working at Bargain Hunt that he had this girl. The girl's goddamn gorgeous, I'm not even gonna lie. In Tennessee, she could have goddamn got any motherfucker that she walked up on. I mean, beautiful face, big titties, a nice round ass, flat stomach. I mean, she looked like one of these little Instagram models. He had his daughter. You know, his daughter was well taken care of. But the girl was looking at the daughter like, I don't know, it couldn't, I don't think it was her child, but even if it was, even if it wasn't or it was, he did these, he did what exactly what I would have did. And that's what I had to respect him for. No, she wanted to get uh, a kitchen table and he was like, well, we already got a kitchen table. She was like, yeah, but this one right here will match our new cabinet. He told her, well, we discussed the cabinets for next year. She was like, yeah, but it's, this one right here is here now. He was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go and do this. When she caught her attitude, he walked somewhere where a lot of people, a lot of customers went around, then he sat there and told her, we came in here for her. I'm buying shit for her. If you don't like it, then sit your ass in the car or catch a fucking Uber. I respected him for those words. I respected him for saying that because females are starting to think that they are more important than the kid. And females are starting to push the kid away. And it's a very, very dis disappointment. Very big disappointment. 
If you know me, you know how I am with my kids. I don't care who you are. I don't care what part of the government that you are with. If it came down to my kids, <laughs> sorry for you. I don't like flying. I don't like flying not because of we in the air. I don't like flying because in a situation that I'm gonna have to save my life over somebody else, I'm gonna try to save my life because nobody in this world is gonna take care of my kids the way that I am. Nobody's not gonna love my kids the way that I love them. That's just all true. If I'm on a plane right now and that mother went down, and you want me to give your kid my, my parachute. Okay, I give your kid my parachute, I end up dying. Yeah, you probably set up a GoFundMe page for my kid, but once that GoFundMe money is gone, who's gonna be helping my kids then? Who's gonna be you know, making sure my kids are straight then? That's all on me. So I'm not for to give my life up for anybody unless I know 100%, no doubt in my mind that they're going to step in like they are me. When it comes to my kids, my love for my kids outweighs a lot of shit. If you listen to some of my podcasts, you will remember the girl Annie Bear. I wanted my kids to have a four-wheeler. She was trying to, man, you need to talk to your, your ex-wife. You need to make sure that they can have this. My mind was, no, they gonna get it. I bought it. I bought it. And by me buying it, it put me in a fucked up situation but I was so happy that I spent $900 for a four-wheeler for my kids. And they didn't even get to ride it. I had fun on that motherfucker, though. But I bought it for my kids. Come to find out, they couldn't have it in they, the neighborhood that they live in. So, cool. No problem. Things like that doesn't happen a couple of times. You think that I would learn my lesson. No, I don't. These are my babies. I want them to have the best. No problem. My uh, girlfriend's sister, she also, the first day that we came there, no, no, the first week, in the first week, she said, oh, I'm going to pay her for watching the kid. Okay. Anywhere else, they would charge $10 a day. Well, let's go down to $5 a day. $5 a day don't really seem like much. That's $25 a week. So at the cheapest, her, us being at her house, let's say $25 a day. I mean, let's say $25 a week. She was only going to charge us 150 150 for us to stay there. I said, cool. I'd rather pay the 150 And I stood by that. $150, that wasn't nothing. It's still not nothing. So I could spend this 150 
I can take care of me and my girlfriend's food. My girlfriend don't have to watch nobody. And it's $150. Who wouldn't want to do that? The reason why I didn't pay $150 because A, before I got my first check while I was at her house, I noticed my girlfriend is watching y'all kid all the fucking time. And it was at the point that she was watching the kid and nobody wouldn't even ask them. They would just up and just leave. They would say, they wouldn't say nothing. We just wake up, kid's still there. Look in the bedroom, everybody else is gone. So you don't have the respect to ask somebody you don't have the respect to ask somebody, hey, I'm for the leave, can you watch my kid? But it wasn't no problem because I'm like, okay, you watching her kid, I don't need to pay this 150. Because even if we were staying here, and we was, you need to get paid for the work that you're doing. I don't care where I stay at, as has always been my belief. Never ever got paid for the babysitting. Never. That's first of all. Second, them just up and just leaving. That was the second problem. So once we get that straight, it's still thrown up. Oh, y'all don't do nothing. Okay. My girlfriend is watching your daughter. And let's say because we're in your house, $5 a day. $5 a day for my girlfriend watching your kid. 10 days, that's $50. It's 30 days in every month, but except for February. Actually, it's like 32, 31, usually 30, but except for February. That's still $150 for 30 days. Okay, so for the 30 days that she is watching them, that's $150. So that makes us even. That right there makes us even. That's the reason why I don't believe that I should cough out any money for me being there. You want a 150 Okay, cool. She's watching your child for 30 days, that's $5 a day, that's $150. Not including that I'm giving you $150 in food stamps. Yeah. Don't forget, I just moved up here. So I'm trying to make sure all my money going to us getting a place. Now, after that. After that. You looking at food stamps is still money. You just only can spend it on food. We up to three hundred. Now we looking at three hundred dollars. That's with food stamp and babysitting. So you're saving three hundred dollars a month by us being there. Not in counting that I'm picking you up from work multiple times. 
Now she would lie to make herself look good if she heard this. As a matter of fact, I'm making it public so she can hear it. And she's not a person that you can have a decent conversation, a grown person conversation. It's either you say something, she don't like it, she want to get all mad, sometimes want to fight, because she done said plenty of times, I don't want to hear this, or I will fight a dude too. Okay. I don't believe no girl should put their hands on a man. I don't believe no man should put their hands on a girl. I also believe in my time of being on this earth, I done been in a lot of fights. I have been in a lot of trouble. I'm older, I'm wiser. Instead of me using my fist or my gun, I want to try to talk it out. If we can't come to a solution, okay then, well, we just need to go our separate ways. Fine and dandy. Fine and dandy. But the problem is still going to be there. The problem is, eventually you're going to need my help. Eventually I'm going to need your help. But since I know that my girlfriend's sister is not the person to try to have their relationship with, I talk to her husband. No, it's more better to talk to him than it is to her. I hear his point of view. He hears my point of view. We can come to a middle. But if everybody can do that, then shit gets fucked up. Just like that's his girl. That's his wife. So of course he should stand by his wife. To a certain point. I would stand by my girlfriend to a certain point. When it comes down to my kid, that's when my views is gonna go a different way. I'm gonna look at the best interest, the best interest in my kids. So if you're telling me something and I feel like this is not the best, okay then, I'm gonna have a different opinion. If you can't get me to see how this is gonna be better for my kids, and usually, if you do step by step, I will see it. But if something don't add up, I'm going to point, man, this don't add up. Either the numbers don't add up, the love don't add up, something don't add up. I'm going to tell you about it. So, how to make this better, I do not know. Only thing that I do know is... I've been looking for something to bring to the podcast, and this is one thing that I have found to bring to the podcast. Females gotta do better. I done watched two of my girlfriend's sisters push their kid off on somebody else. That's either one sister pushing her kid off on another sister, and then that sister pushing that kid off on another sister or they pushing their kid down the road until it gets to my front door I've been up here my girlfriend's sister have one child that's at her house 
she has another child somewhere else. I hear more about the child that's not in the house and more love and more care for the child that's not in the house than I that I that I don't see with the child that's in the house. Anytime that a child have been brought up, the sister always bring up her son. Okay, I'm tired of hearing about your son. I ain't never seen your son. So I can't feel the same way about your son. I know nothing about your son. So I don't feel the same way. But your daughter, I know your daughter. I've been around your daughter. I have took your daughter to the park multiple times. I took your daughter to the park by myself. I took your daughter to the park with your sister. I have took time out of my own life to do for your daughter. Not because anybody asked, it's because I'm watching her. Or my girlfriend is watching her. And plus, I like kids. So if I'm going to pick up ice cream for me, I'm going to make sure your daughter have ice cream. Or if I'm picking up ice cream for, for your your sister. If I'm picking up ice cream for your sister, then I'm going to pick up ice cream for your daughter. Now, what's really fucked up, me and my girlfriend stayed at her house. Another person stayed at her house. So, between the three people house that it is, because it's not just hers like she makes it seem. She says, my house, my house, my house. My rules is always hers. But she don't count that it's her daughter's house, too. She don't count that it's her husband's house, too. It's either her rules or it's no rules. But see, when I make rules for my house, I make these rules for my house, and I put these rules there for safety. My girlfriend, she's a loving person, but she's not a safety type person. I know that her family is fucked up. I know that they like to get what they can and they dip. So I told my girlfriend, nobody's not to live at our house. I really don't want nobody there at our house. But if you do have somebody here, they don't need to be in none of these back rooms. One room is for my kids. Since my kids are not always there, I have one room to do tattooing. I have my one room that I can do tattoos and music in. So they shouldn't be in my music room. They shouldn't be in my tattoo room. My tattoo and music room, that's one room. Just to get y'all to understand, that is just one room. But it shouldn't be no problem whatsoever... It shouldn't be no problem whatsoever with these rules. When people come over, they should be in the living room. They want something to drink, they should go in the kitchen. My kids' room, nobody shouldn't be in there. Not no other kids either. That's my kids' room. So whatever I put in there, that's for them. If I buy brand new toys and set them in that room, nobody shouldn't open those toys but them. 
My kid, my uh, girlfriend wants to watch other kids. Okay. If she can get everything worked out with that, then she can have that third room. I don't need no recording room. It's just me by myself. I can do tattoos in the kitchen. I clean up my mess after I do a tattoo. Everything will be sanitized, so I'm not really worrying about that. I can set up my tattoo shit, break my tattoo shit down. So I don't need that extra room. So if she got everything good and ready, yeah, you can use this room right here to do your daycare. I will buy toys to put in this room for your daycare kids, and I will put toys in my kids' room. It's just that easy. Your family do come over? Okay, they need to be in the living room. They don't need to be walking around this motherfucker like they house. I have rules. Nobody shouldn't go in my kids' room. If this extra room is for... Sorry about that. I'm up here in Miller, no, Merrillville. I'm in Merrillville, Tennessee at Old Smokey's, Old Smoky Mountain Brewery. Or Smoky Mountain Brewery? I need to look at the name. I'm going to say Smoky Mountain Brewery. It's off uh, Alcoa Highway. Good food, good place to be. You know what I mean? If y'all in the area, stop by, get y'all a beer, check out the food. Anybody who knows me, I like fresh food. This is something that I have realized with them. A lot of their stuff is fresh. I mean, they making the hamburger buns. Like, they baking the hamburger buns. They grinding up the hamburger meat. It's all fresh. I like that. It's a good environment. So if y'all ever in the area, you know, stop by. This is what I'm doing my podcast. I might be doing a bunch of them here because I get, I come to work early. So I stop, you know, do my podcast here. But it's a nice, cool, chill place. Back to the topic. I'll just let y'all know they're not giving me no money. They're not sponsoring me. They're no free beers, no drink. It's just my honest opinion. Now let's back to the subject. These hoes nowadays are so disgusting. I can get a bitch to twerk their ass, bust it open for me, for less than nothing, but they won't do the same thing for their kids. I respect a stripper who, if you on the pole stripping and you're doing it for your kids, and I come to your house, and you can tell that, oh, your stripping money is going towards your house. Meaning, you no, know, you got cleaning supplies, you got food, your kids got clothes, your kids got toys, you have nice shit. Even my first baby mama was a stripper, and her money wasn't going towards the kids. And that's the reason why I am the way that I am with my kids. I would never put my kids in a fucked up situation. I would never intentionally put my kids in a fucked up situation. Yes, I have. But there was some... Some things you just can't plan for. Some things you just can't see. 
But from every situation, I learned. I learned not to do this. I learned, hey, me picking up one of my friends that sells drugs and he's running around with an A-ball, it's a chance for him to drop that in my car while me and my daughter is in the car picking him up. I don't pick nobody up for that reason. Then I warn anybody that I do know because I still have friends that's in the streets. Just because I'm not in the streets doesn't mean that I don't have to be or I can't be friends with these people. But even my closest friends, I let them know, man, if you got something on you, I got my daughter in the back. I got a family to worry about. If you do something and take me away from them, I'm coming after you. You can take it as a joke, but when I am get bailed out, when I get bailed out from jail, or when I get out of prison, and I'm knocking on your door with a 45 or a Mossberg pump, ready to take your life, don't beg me, because you took me away from my kids. You can get money back, you can get a house back. You can't get time back. So that time that you took away from me, I want to make sure that I take away from you. An eye for an eye. So, females. Well, first, first, fellas. If y'all seeing the same thing that I'm seeing, please let me know. Please, send me a phone number. I would love to sit down. I have two phones. I would love to sit down, use one phone for y'all to be on, and then have my other phone to do my podcast so people can hear. I'm going to set up... um, Actually, I'm going to download one of those text-free apps. And I'm going to get the number for the text-free app. And I'm going to post it on my podcast so y'all can call. Like, hey, this is Tennessee. This is my podcast. Y'all want to call in and chime in? Well, then y'all call this number. Again... Y'all girls, y'all got to do better. Females, y'all out there, please chime in. I would love to have a female to tell me their point of view. Tell me what y'all thinking. I don't want just the girl that the baby daddy walked out, so she's doing everything on her own because she have to. I want to hear from the people that still have no that man in that house. Plus, I want to hear that woman that had to do it on her own. Because, again, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of women that's taking the easy way out. So if I can find a woman that, that could uh, do it all on her own, I want to hear her point of view. That girl that is getting the help, I want to hear her point of view. I want to know the reason why would you abandon your child or why would you put your child on the back burner for another reason. Fellas, same thing with you. If you're taking care of your child, if you walked out on your child, if you're helping, I mean, like two parents in the house and y'all doing it together, I want to hear from all of y'all. I be Tennessee. I be Tennessee Slim. This is me 
stating the facts. Everything that I have said has been true. Facts. Y'all, please, let me know what y'all think. Love y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease. Smoke one for the babies. Smoke one for me. All that other good stuff. Love and care about y'all. Tennessee, we got to do better. And females, y'all got to do better. Because it's very disappointing. Very. All right, man, I'm in this motherfucker by myself. And if you don't know who I am, you are soon about to know. Now, I'm I'm not even doing no intro. I'm not doing nothing. Let's just jump straight right into it. I mean, with a long dick without a condom, let's jump right into it. You know what I mean? Deep into it. Uh... Let's start off with first. I ask every woman that's on my phone, do y'all really love me? See, some of y'all be having me question a lot of the y'all things that y'all doing. See, let me ask y'all, uh, better yet, let me see it from my point of view. I know who I am. I know what I can do. I know I can get money, make money, and establish a motherfucking business at the drop of a hat. But at the same time, I look at the... If you have kids and you have crossed my path, and if you stay with that nigga that you will, hey, I know that nigga is making you happy because uh, when it comes down to stepdaddy or daddy, period, nigga, I'm A+. plus. So ain't no bitch or no fucking bitch or a nigga will ever take that from me. Second, if you came across me and you didn't have shit, but you know that my heart was pure somehow, some way that you might got under my skin, it made me feel fall. My bad. Fall in love with you or made me have feelings for you. Bitch, you stupid. Because you had a nigga that will ride for you, die for you, cry for you, and goddamn it, ride, kill, and steal for you. But you fucked that up. And every day, by myself, I ride around by myself. I might duck off, know a house here or there. But by myself, I have realized that this, uh, this conclusion motherfuckers that I ain't never dated, motherfuckers that's done been around me for years would do more for me. Not family. Really not even friends. But motherfuckers have shown their loyal loyalty to me. Prime example. My big homie, you know what I mean, he knows the way that I am. I like doing business, legit business. But at the same time, I am from the streets and uh it's times that I have fucked up. Now, with everybody being around us, I'm sorry, but everybody being around us, everybody knowing the situation, a motherfucker told me, hey, hey, man, we really believe in you. We really see what your mind is, what you can do. Motherfucker said, man, we don't want you to sell drugs. We don't want you to do this. We want you to keep doing you. My big homie sit there and told me, man, if I wanted 32 bitches today, I can fuck 32 bitches. I was like, whoa. You for real, you can give me 32 bitches. Just 32? I mean, what about 31? Could I get 31? But anywho, no matter what the case may be was, it was just a uh, nigga. What I got out of the whole conversation is, look, if you want us to jump out of an airplane with no parachute, we're going to jump because we see that 
maybe you see something that we don't see. And that's a lot of pressure. That is, that's a, it's a real lot of pressure on somebody who, only like I really want is just, no, I want a good looking girl that stand beside me. When I fuck up, man, do not yell at me. I hate that shit. My body was shut down and your, whatever you're arguing about would not mean shit to me. I want a girl that, um, I want a girl that no matter what I'm doing, she can get it too. Not from no niggin. I mean, she can get it out the mud herself. I can fuck bitches all day and get money. Then you'll be mad at me because I'm a pimp. Or I'm a male jiggle up. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. You're going to be mad at me if I start fucking bitches for money. But do I want to do that? No. I still, I'd rather want to be that type that, hey, I'm a grind. I'm a thug it out. Whatever we need to do for us, the team, to get to the next level, I'm going to sacrifice my body, mind, and soul to get us there. I don't need that girl on the same page because if I'm bringing in the money, you should know how to reinvest that money. I know how to reinvest that money, but uh, it's times that I just don't really care. For a person who can make money, and time and time and fucking again, I have shown motherfuckers I can make money. So time and time again, no matter how, I have produced numbers. So only time that I go broke is when I go against myself. Meaning, any female, any dude, anybody who don't have no motherfucking hope, the times that I fall and I'm my head is down and I'm like, I'm dragging my feet. If you can give me hope, I can give you the world. Females, anybody. And that's why I have a strong fan base. Not a, I'm not even going to say a fan base. I have a strong foundation. I got niggas that will rob, kill, and steal from me. Just because I, um, just because who I am. And I stand for something. And sometimes I do lose that. I really do. Confession of a king. That's what this episode is going to be. Because I feel like this moment at this time, let me just confess. Everybody... Everybody sees the money. Everybody's seen me blow a lot of shit. A lot of people have seen me do a lot of shit. I have enough money right now, and I have made enough moves that right now, from this point on, every year I will get a house. It'll either be one house, two houses, or three houses. But I got 50000 I took at least $10,000 of that money. And I, I went on and put it into what I, I thought, what I know is real estate. It's my, it's my choice to, uh, to do anything with those properties. But me, when I have them, I got them. I have five thousand because each one of those property, the property taxes for those ain't never reached over two hundred. So right now I got five thousand. I mean to the side. Now that ten thousand was from that fifty. 
the 5,000 is from me, you know, doing other little jobs here and there. So, I bought a car. So, they brought me down to 30,000. I blew some money. They brought me down to 10,000. Now, I have the last bit of money that I actually can have access to, I do have it locked away. Even I couldn't get it because I don't like taking penalties on getting something that if I gave you 10000 if you can't give me 10000 or more, it's a problem. So I'm not taking no penalization on none of my money. Um, but what I do realize is that, and again, this is the confession of a motherfucking a king. I have people that I I have really trust. I have put people that I really love. I like really fucking love and care about. But the motherfuckers don't see that I have chased money. I have made money. I'm not happy. So when I tell a bitch that, hey, I really want a fucking family, I mean, I'm being honest. I want a family. But you got to understand that what I know as a family is different from what the girls that I normally go for what they know as a family. So, some of these girls that had divorces, some of these girls' families are still together. And then let me tell y'all from my point of view, and I understand, no, it's not right. I do understand that. That's why I'm trying to work on that. See, if I offer you unconditional love, that means that I will unconditionally love you. Right now, I offer unconditional love. And right now, I feel like that the people that's around me, I don't trust 100%. But they show me more loyalty than a lot of other motherfuckers. And it's because, you no, know, who I am, what I can do, what people have seen. I know that. Everybody's got a way that they want to gain. Ah. But at the same time, you have to look at it from my point of view. Unconditional love. I have met motherfuckers. I have seen motherfuckers that uh, have did a lot for me, and I'm not taking it away. Prime example. I'm a, I don't give a fuck who hear this. I don't give a fuck who don't hear this. I don't give a fuck who don't like this. I'm just from a king, honest, a king point of view. It's things that I have seen from people that I love, and it's things that I have seen from people that I don't love. See, I went to Knoxville with $50,000. No, let me be honest. I didn't go to Knoxville with $50,000. I went to Knoxville with probably like maybe two or 300 I got me the stuff that I needed to go up there with me, and I went up there. I went up there to, for a couple of reasons. This is God honest truth. And... The girl that's up here, Destiny, shout out. And any other girl that hear this, just remember, I went up here, see Destiny. I had a plan. I had a plan in my head. Hearing all the fuckery, I came, and now understand what my mindset was. I just got all this goddamn money. I got a charger. Hear me. Beats by Dre, all around that motherfucker. Neon lights, so I'm flickering. But no matter what, 
I go up there for a plan. So I know in East Tennessee it's it's cheaper property. It's a it's a lot that I can do with this money in East Tennessee. And everything was said to me, everything that was presented to me. I looked around in that situation and Kim, Kim, I'm behind it. I pulled up. No matter what was going through anybody's life, no matter what anybody problem with, at that moment I had that power to change anything. I have respect for Kim. Right now I I literally bought a property in East Tennessee just because of Kim, not because of her sister, not because of Destiny. I ain't never fucked Kim or nothing like that, but Kim has been a real stand-up person. At the same time, I'm just finding out Kim got three kids now. That's no problem or nothing, but goddamn, Kim. When I decide this plan for you, when I made this plan for Kim, because the times that I was up there and I really felt like shit. Not Bruce, not Linda, not Rachel, not no motherfucking body talked to me the way that Kim did. I will always have respect and loyalty to Kim because I know Kim's true heart. I also know Kim's got the biggest fucking heart. The biggest. So for that reason, listen to me and listen to me good. You might not hear. You might not see. But I am working to do like I'm. I have a plan and I got that all worked out. And again, me and Kim ain't never fucked. Never. But the love and the loyalty that she showed me, man, it was so fucking beautiful. It was sweeter than apple pie. And for that reason, she's got me in her bag. See, Kim is one of the motherfuckers that... Because uh, if you really get to know her... You have nothing but respect for her. I take my hat off of her. For her. Anybody who stands behind me is going to salute her. Anybody. If you stand behind me and I tell you, hey, this right here is Kim. If you're not saluting her, then you're not, you're not behind me. Because it was times up there I could have really lost myself. And yes, it's been some hard times while I was up there. But Kim did hey fuck um, Kim did her her fucking best to uh, to watch out for me, and I respect that. Now let's get back to what this real conversation is. With how many fucking females? How many stepkids? Not even stepkids. I'm just a I'm just one of those guys that if I'm fucking you, I'm going to take care of your child. If I love you, I'm going to make sure that I'm always there for your child. Well, I mean, if I love that child, if me and that child got that special bond, I mean, and I'm not talking about no weird and creepy way, but let me shout out to Natalia. Wait a minute, hold on. Big Natalia. Brr, in her words, big Natalia. Because I got that money and I was by myself. I cut a lot of people off before that money even hit. And every time I seen her, yes, I wanted her mama. Yes, her mama looked good. 
I swear to God, right to this day, man, this girl, Michaela, looks like Aaliyah to me. I don't give a fuck what anybody else say. Listen to me. Michaela looks like Aaliyah to me. And Aaliyah is, uh, mm, <sighs> Shout out to Aaliyah, RIP Aaliyah. Oh, man. I'm looking out and I'm seeing these clouds and man, Aaliyah, boy, we would dance one day, just one dance, no fucking shit. I don't want to hear you sing. I just wanted one dance. Let's dance on the on top of all of our haters. Anywho, but Big McKayla, uh, blah, 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 Big Natalia, sit there and um, me looking at her mama and really wanting her mama. It was just slowly the things that that little girl was doing that really put my head in the focus. So it was time, and this is only but men Natalia will ever understand this, or men Natalia will ever. You you could never get nobody confirm this, but this little girl. So it was one thing that Natalia did that made me. <laughs> she stole my heart Like the motherfucker reached in my goddamn chest And stole my fucking heart So I'm upset I'm I don't know what it was but I'm really upset And her mama is going up and downstairs And I mean first she was up here with me And she went downstairs to smoke cigarettes She probably wanted to go and talk to somebody I don't know But I was I was mad I can feel my at that room, the air conditioner had to be on 68 or 60. I put it on 60. Michaela put it on 68. At that time, her mama walked out the door. I heard the door shut. It was loud as fuck in my head. Like, it almost made me have a headache. I literally, as soon as her mama walked out, I opened some gutty powder. I'm mad. And then I just started talking to myself like, man, we need to do something better. No, this is not right. No, this and this and this. Anytime I consult myself, I consult myself on a lot of decisions. But I'm standing in the kitchen part. I'm talking to myself, but I'm also, you know, I'm trying to cook because anybody knows me. Cooking relaxes me. It really does. So I'm trying to cook. And Natalia came and just hugged my leg. And I'm like, nah, baby, I'm not in the mood. She just held on to my leg. I literally picked my leg up, tried to shake her a couple of times. She held on. And I mean, for like 15 minutes, she just held on to my leg. I'm like, Natalia, look, this is what you need to do. Da, 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 da. She just held on to my leg. Natalia, I'm going to whoop your butt. She just held on to my leg. And I'm going to say, after 15 minutes, I forgot that she was on my leg. At the 16 minutes, I'm cooking. I'm fine. I'm good. 17 minutes, I realized that she let me go. And when I looked over, the nigga was just looking at her phone. That's all she was doing, just playing on her phone. Like, like she just didn't hold on my leg for 15 minutes. I realized then that that girl knew that I was mad. And she knew that I was so fucking mad that I could have been going to, to prison. No lie. I really felt like that she was like, hey, he is so mad that this man is for the flip out and probably kill everybody in this goddamn hotel. 
Now I'm not a bad person or nothing, but if I feel like that I'm getting played, if I feel like that it's no hope, if I ever feel like that it's no hope, then that means that I, I gave up. And it's been times that I have been like that. It's been times that by me having no hope, people got hurt. Innocent people have got hurt. And I have made it out better as much as possible. But Natalia is is A plus. But for that reason, I stand to y'all today. I have met my plug. I have met my the nigga who got me to this point. Or one of the reasons. I'm not gonna say him. One of the reasons that got me to this point. And I asked myself, what the fuck do I do now? See, right now, I don't care about my life. So, if you told me it was a million dollars, and if I go and get it, and everybody around me will have $50,000, I'm going to get it. You can even tell me that I'm going to lose my life. I'm going to get that money. You can say, hey, you're going to guarantee die, but you're going to get the money out. I'm going to get that money. Because everybody, if I can leave everybody at least $50,000, i am happy. I'm more than happy. I would love to leave more, but I'm loving. I'm more than happy. I have, in my time of rising, of being the king that I am, I get tired of making decisions. I really do. I will let a fucking female make the decisions, and then once they fuck up, I clean up the mess. I know as a king I cannot do that. I know that I cannot put my people through that stress. I can't. If you're looking for unconditional love, I have that. But I cannot be stupid. I can never let love blind me. For that reason, I have a lawyer who handles my money. And trust me, he spoon feeds me money. I can get 500 a month. If you knew what the fuck I knew, you would be like, why? I have, I, have, I have nothing but respect for my lawyer. And the reason why I say that is because he want my numbers to go up. If we're not going up, then we're not doing good. We can be sitting still for the next five, six years. Whatever I do, my money should never go under a certain amount. I respect him. I really do. And uh, shout out to my lawyer. You will ever have access to so much. You will never know what my business is doing. You will never know. No, not my lawyer. That's not to my lawyer, but to the world. Y'all will never know what's under my sleeve. Trust me, you don't. For every female, I might tell one thing, but if I'm doing something else, then trust me, you ain't made it to that level. If I have only known you for a year, you're not even close to that level that you really want to be. I would never show a girl what's actually, I would never show a female the numbers that I can actually touch. Because the simple fact is, the numbers that I can touch, the numbers that I can touch, I can buy a house. 
the way that my numbers are looking, I know that I can buy a house. I have the money. I have the property right now. Without my business partner, without anybody, is I have property that nobody can ever tell me what I can't do. I can get a trailer right now and disappear, and trust me, it's so hard not to do that. But I do not want to go to this new piece of land. And it's, I'm not going to even say where it is. I'm not even giving no hint. You would be surprised where it's at. I just don't want to be there alone. Once I do go to this, and I call it the promised land, I can tell you it's five acres. Five acres that I'm going to die on. At the same time, it's only, but I'm going to say, and I haven't decided this 100%, but it's only but three acres that's going to be no rented out. And I'm chopping it up. It's not going to be a four or three acre. You might get a half acre here, another half acre there, but you're going to be renting from me. That's going to be what, once I go to that property, that right there is going to be where uh, I, I give up. Not give up, but I'm done. I'm going to sit on the porch with a rocking chair. And the fucked up thing about it, I already bought the rocking chair. I bought the rocking chair. I'm going to put this on this uh, property. I mean, once I get the house or the trailer, whatever I put there to live, you're going to know that I'm serious because you're going to pull up and there's going to be a rocking chair there. That means that's it. This is my land. This is why I'm down. I have the land. Once I go there, I'm going to have the people to rent from me because I'm going to have trailers there and everything. Only thing I need is two acres for my personal self. Again, that's just me. I feel like nobody, nobody didn't put in on this. So you can't ask me no question. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're a nigga, if you're a female, whatever the fucking case, if you dropped a dime in my bank account, you can ask questions. If you put a, any anything into that bank account, you can ask questions. If you follow my directions, you can ask those questions. Because I believe if you put money into me, then you should know where your money is going. Since nobody have, nobody can't answer me that. Nobody can't answer that. Nobody can't ask me what I'm doing. No, Nobody can't ask me what I'm doing with this property. Nobody can't ask me what I'm doing with this money. Just happening. Just so happening. If I... If I left my computer open, and trust me, I love and care about this girl, but I'm saying my business partner, uh, Michaela, I mean, either one. I left the computer open, they seen what I have accumulated, they would be like, well, why you ain't doing nothing with this? You do not have the right to ever ask me that because none of y'all motherfuckers put that money in that bank account. And None of y'all motherfuckers wasn't there when I had my vision, when I was doing everything that I was doing to get to this point. I am a king, and I have so much weight on me. So much. That every day that I wake up and I'm like, it's a battle for me to stay awake. It's a battle for me to stay alive. Because jumping off the walking bridge in Nashville, Tennessee, with a backpack full of weights, 
and a heavy ass chain around my waist. It really seems better every day on my kids, on, on anything. Eating a hollow point sandwich, going to goddamn Subway, asking them for the foot long bread, and putting it on a motherfucking uh, a shotgun barrel. Pointing that motherfucker to my face and just eating it. Bam. It sounds good every fucking day. And if you know me, you know me. You know what I can do to turn my feelings off. So trust me, it's not hard for me to do. But at the same time, I try my best. I wake up in the morning and I honestly think. And I just say, thank you for letting me see another day. At this moment, at this time, let's get my team forward. Thank you, Murphy. And I sit there and I even say thank you to the newest member eventually. Because, again, paperwork ain't been done. Murphy Gang is like a record label. Murphy Gang is a record label. You got to give us ours before we give you yours. Jay-Z is going to Jay-Z is going to do so much for you. But best believe he's going to make sure that he get his out. Murphy Gang is a brand. If you believe in that brand then you're going to believe you're going to stand behind us. Stand behind us all the way. For the girls who shaking ass, shake ass for us. For the drug dealers, shake drugs. I mean, <laughs> sell drugs for us. For the girl that's sucking dick, man, do it for us. Because I want to make sure that as a king, everybody that's a part of my kingdom never go hungry. Never. As a king, I want to make Murphy Gang. The biggest thing since since y'all heard the name, no Rockefeller, Jay-Z, or whatever, the Rock Nation. And right now, that's the nigga that's in the music industry that could take your whole catalog right now. That's the nigga who everybody knows. At the same time, I want to be that big. And I want to make sure everybody that's on the ground level get what they deserve. I have put in the work. I have motherfucking niggas that's got MG tattooed on them. I have bitches who's got MG tattooed on them. And those people that can show you those tattoos will tell you right now, I have never asked them for money. I have never asked them to do anything illegal. I have an in. I have an out. What becomes my out is one piece of property. And I am trying my best to, to chop it up the best way. But at the end of the day, if I get everything up and running, I have seven or eight, tra- no, I'm be honest with you, it's going to be probably like maybe 10 traders already gone if my heart stopped. Because those, te- uh, those 10 traders go to certain people. Those certain people will still be paying rent. And then that money, 10 traders, and let's just say 10 traders, thousand dollars it's ten thousand it's ten thousand a month that the big house will be pulling in whoever controls the big house will make sure the land stays good will make sure everybody stays on their p's and q's and 
we would be moving forward. Whoever stays in that big house got to stay. They have rules that I personally step by step went through. You can't just fuck off money if you're in the big house. Yeah, your rent is paid, your lights are paid, your water is paid. I feel like after that, I don't see you should have no more than $500. Because the way that I want to set everything up, long as everything is good in the back of the house, the main house would be good. $500 a month that you can just, that cash that you would be access to. Motherfuckers is probably say, oh, yeah, that's good and everything. But if you're a real true hustler and you really know your shit, you would get them and not stay in the big house for too long. Anybody stays in the big house for three years, especially lights, water, and rent is taken care of, and that big house is giving you 500 if you in that house more than, I'd say, three, or three to five years, then it's some bullshit. It's some bullshit there. Because three to five years... I can hustle more than a lot of these motherfuckers do. I can do so much things to get more money. But I want to make sure 10 trailers are there. Plus the big house. My heart stopped and everything is up and running. Natalia gets a place. Every child that has my blood running through them gets their place. Every child that have the last name Murphy gets their place. So Stormy, Aaliyah, Biggin, Nyla, Grayson, and everybody say it with me, Big Natalia. They all get their own place. Now it's got some other love people that's coming in. And everybody has what they have to do. And it's the basic. You would never have to worry about your roof over your head, the electricity, the water, and if y'all do everything like I have everything planned, just Natalia, my six kids, plus a little sprinkle of here and there, it would never go down. Y'all can do a little bit of work and get a bigger game. Meaning, when everything is set up, $300 a month right now for a two-bedroom. $300 a month for a one-bedroom. Let's put it that way. 300 anybody who's over there. If you don't have no kids and it's you by yourself, yeah, one-bedroom. If you're paying $300 for one-bedroom, that mug goes into one bank account. Everybody's rent goes into one bank account. Y'all can sit down and be like, hey, this is what... He wanted us to do. This is what we need to do. I'm a fucking genius. Genius. And I'm also so much as a genius that I'm hurting. I can put on a smile in the face. I can pretend I am the world's greatest king. When those doors shorts and I, uh, when those doors shut and I shut those doors and I take that crown off, you got to understand that crown is for for everybody else to see. But the weight, that weight of that crown does not go nowhere because it's not on my head. Because now I got to think about, damn, if I'm making the right decision. If I lose money, then I got to think about, damn, I'm losing money. Every fucking thing that I think about, my head does not stop. And for that reason, I look and I think and I tell myself 
tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow I will do this. Tomorrow, tomorrow. My business partner can tell you a lot of things. I know her for eight years. And for eight years, I told her what she should do. I believed in myself. I put all of my energy into my surroundings. You go to church, I go to a room, I take some rocks, some herbs, a candle, get them, put my belief in that, and I get it. No how no matter how you get it, you get it. But that's the way that I got it. I believe that the higher power, or what some people might call God, I believe that you cannot destroy energy, you only can transfer it. By something being so powerful, our spirit is that that godlike essence. Y'all just don't believe in it. I do. I believe in love. I believe in Autumn. I believe in Autumn so much that that sweet girl did so much that even her mother could not do. At the same time, I offer her a trailer, a house, or whatever. Because before Natalia, it was Autumn. Autumn was everything that I ever wanted her to be and plus more. I could talk to her. So she was a therapist, she was a friend, she was a daughter, she was every goddamn thing. And right now, with my head being the way that it is, it would be nice to have an autumn. But better yet, I couldn't replace her. It would be nice to have autumn around me again. Because again, it was just so much more, so much there. And I wish to see that to go a lot farther but that's just me man I've been doing this shit man I really have I've been in the streets convicted felon uh, so much man I have I did everything I damn thing what do I have to prove to y'all I, I dropped out of school at ninth grade I made more money than some of y'all niggas who graduated college I have two felonies, and I have seen and did more than some of y'all niggas who went to college. The reason why I'm saying that is because if you knew where I came from, what I've been through, it's not no way or no hell that you can tell me that you cannot do it. So every fucking prostitute that's out there, you're sucking dick because you want to. For every girl that's fucking for money, you're doing it because you want to. My mama was a crackhead, came out of crack, baby. Mama gave me up twice. I ain't never been shit to nobody unless I made them money. All of my brothers, all of my mama kids, all of my mama kids, nigga, listen to me. If you get all of us to work together, you can have a billion dollar corporation. And trust me, I will bet you 10, 20, or I even bet you a house. Prove me wrong. But at this moment, at this time, I know who I am. I know that I'm the person that even when motherfuckers don't see the future, I can goddamn make the future happen. I ain't goddamn get this blank canvas. I show people, hey, this right here is a beautiful picture. You don't see it. 
But once I start painting, some people catch on a little quicker. Maybe I done painted no half of it. Maybe I only painted a quarter of it. Maybe I only painted 10%. But when I start painting, motherfuckers start seeing the picture little by little. Maybe it takes some people longer and longer. But what fucks me up, the motherfuckers that comes around after I tell you, man, it's a beautiful picture, and I'm showing you this blank canvas. I'm showing you this blank canvas, and you still don't believe in me. If you come to me after I done painted 20% of what I told you, then you start believing in me, it hurts my feelings. But you didn't wait and you didn't wait longer than 20%. Anybody who comes after 20%, you're you saw losing uh You start losing uh, your ground with me. You start losing your respect. You start losing so much when it comes down to that. So I have certain things that I want to do. I have certain people that I want to make sure that it's A+. Plus. Um, like I said, Makeda looks just like my, my crush. And again, I know that she's been through some things. She's got melon in her skin. And it's so much shit that I would love to show her and love to teach her. I honestly don't think that I'll ever get to teach her that because she believes one way and she's stuck that one way. A personal note to Michaela. You want something. You want... Better yet, let's put it this way. If you had enough money to do whatever you want, would you still want me? Answer that question. If you had enough money to do whatever you wanted, would you still want me? Because if that is the case, I could give you, well, I'm not going to give you, I can show you how to make the money that no guy could ever, uh, I can give you the money that no guy would ever turn your money flow off. And let's see what your real true answer is. Because, yeah, me telling you this, and I know the good and the bad, I can make you financially free. And you would never have to worry worry about somebody else when it comes down to money. But would I still be the person that you want? Now, I already know there's certain people that I can go to. My head is that it's worse. I don't know. It's something about tea. It's something. It's something about tea that is. It does make me realize that, hey, at my worst, if I have a shotgun in my mouth, if I can get tea in my head. If I can get just a letter T in my head, I know who I need to go to to help me get out of this situation. So before I put a shotgun in my mouth, I. I literally think either I need to do drugs or I need to make it to tea. If I don't have no money, I can't make it to tea. And if I if I really truly wanted drugs, I mean, I can call and get drugs free all day. I have a big homie. My big homie can keep me supplied with drugs for the next, I'm going to say, 60 years with no problem. But I'm not. 
I try to do what I can to not go down that path. For that reason, I have to say, Michaela, if you had 100% freedom, would I be that one? Everybody else, y'all done heard this. This is the truth of a king. I can rule an empire. I have an empire. You don't know what people would do for me. And at the same time, I know. And it hurts. It hurts that I know that what I want and what I what I want, I can get. But what I have is not what I want. I want to have a house. I want to have a family. The house part is more easier to have than the family. So for that reason, if shit don't look good for me, five years. Five years I will be in an eight-bedroom house sitting on five acres by my goddamn self. No nigga, no bitch, no family, no friend, nobody by myself. At that same time, I would have money just to, oh, you can suck dick like what? Throw you the cheese. Here you go. Six or seven bitches in the bed right now. Uh, I'm going to leave this money on the table. After that money is gone, everybody get the fuck out. But again, I be Tennessee Slim. I'm just thinking out loud. And this right here is the confession or the pain or the weight of a king. However you want to.